Hello, and welcome back to Learning Life This Way. I am your host, Shannon Tamez. First off, let me apologize for being a day late, but I was out of town last week traveling and I have just been so tired (laughs) and trying to get myself back into the order of things. If any of you all know that traveling with smaller children can be quite testing, (laughs) the best word I can think about it, getting to the airport because they actually moved up our flight time and rushing, then my daughter decides because I had to take her blanket away during the security check-in that she would scream and she screamed the entire time to the gate. I had to like take her to the bathroom and just let her continue to cry because people were like moving away from us because she was screaming so much. And it was stressful enough on top of having a two-year-old have a tantrum but where I live the airport is known for child trafficking so I'm extra paranoid that people would think that I was kidnapping her because of course it's drawing looks and I'm like I cannot believe this and like when they do when you travel with kids now they ask them to say their name and how old they are um so like they're questioning and I get you know believe me I understand why they would do it and I understand children need to be safe but it's like you're caught between wanting to be patient with your kid because they're having a meltdown but also being so irritated and upset that they can cause you to miss your flight because someone thinks you're kidnapping them (laughs) so it's like a constant struggle of not screaming at your kid to shut up (laughs) or be quiet and being patient with them so just that is just like an inside scoop of what it's like to be a parent (laughs) and then on the way back like besides that the airport is just in my opinion a shit show right now because they're doing all this renovation and Things are not flowing smoothly. So it took us from the, we were already delayed an hour on the way back and we were getting in late. So when we land at 1115, it was literally almost two hours before we were in the car on the way back home. Waiting for baggage. It was in the wrong carousel from what they told us. And then it took like 45 minutes to wait for a shuttle because they shuttles were not running properly. They did not run the shuttles for the parking deck in which where we were parked. It was just a nightmare. So we didn't get home to like 1.30 in the morning. And of course, you got kids telling you, I'm tired. Why are we here? Why can't we go? You know, so. But that's over. But all in all, besides the travel, the trip was great. I went to a family reunion. I hadn't seen this side of the family in so long, you know, probably due to COVID. And I missed the reunion last year. So it was it was great. It was in my mother's hometown in Arkansas. 
So I was able to see family, connect, hug, and, you know, have a good time, have a few drinks with some family members, and we got a chance to catch up. So it was a great trip. My kids finally got a chance to meet their cousins their age. So it was wonderful. But I will say this is what brought up a few things um, in my family that I was a little surprised about. And it's with my mother. Like I said, it's her hometown in Arkansas. And my mother is from a rural part in Arkansas. And so we drove by my grandmother's house or grandparents' house. I should say just grandmother. My grandparents' house. And they have since, you know, passed away. Grandfather in 2004, he was almost 100 years old when he passed away. My grandmother was almost 90 when she passed in 2009. So we got a chance to go by there gravestones because we were also burying an uncle who passed away you know we had a funeral as well as a family reunion but we also went to my mother's house and which is my grandparents house we took a picture you know it brought back so many memories and you know I'm telling my husband how we used to go and hang out in the front yard and everything but also across the street a little bit like a quarter mile down on the other side it's like forest area trees everything but there's like remnants of a tin shack that used to be built and that is the house my mother lived in until she was 16 years old and so my brother found the the shack uh, the house it's kind of hard to tell what it really was but it was a small place and he wanted to take a picture and post it and talk about you know where my mother's come from and her very meager beginnings and how she's been able to build her life up and she and my dad have a very successful real estate company and business that they've done very well in and my mother didn't want him to post it, which was sort of odd. And we were like, why don't you want us to post it? Like, your life is very successful. Like, look how far you've come. Like, there's nothing wrong that you came from this. And we don't know if it was embarrassment or what it was. It was just very odd that she didn't want my brother to post it. But then the other day, he and I were talking and I was like, we don't really ask my mother a lot of questions about her childhood growing up. We've seen some pictures and she doesn't hate going back down south. She will go back any time to visit. But it was very strange. And my mother has told us a few stories about growing up and in the past. And the thing about the house is... They lived there and they paid people to build the house that my grandparents lived in up until their death. And my mother was born in the late 1940s. So she's a baby boomer. 
And she would talk about, and she mentioned to us how she was doing sharecropping of cucumbers and what little bit of money they got, that's what they paid in order to get that house built. When people talk about, you know, slavery was so long ago, and yes, it ended in 1865, but that mentality, that lifestyle, that structure didn't necessarily go away. And we still have people living today that had to experience that. And that's what I feel like the reason why my mother, I just believe she doesn't want to be reminded of that part of her life. Having to share crop, working for people who were giving them pennies on the dollar, and them having to give every dime they had in order to build this new house. And my mother was a child because, like I said, she lived in this house up until she was 16, which means she was doing this farm work as a child. And she also told us a story of my grandfather, how this white man would come by and pick him up. And he would sit in the car while my grandfather fed all his cows. And he would only pay my grandfather in a couple cans of beer. And so I understand a little bit for what I believe. Why she doesn't necessarily want to be reminded of that part of her life. Like I said, I don't think she's ashamed of it. She doesn't hate going back home because she has a lot of family She loves her family. But there's a lot of things that we in our generation, our time, don't understand what everybody went through. And we can definitely be critical of baby boomers. They can be critical of us as millennials. And we can criticize Gen Z. But I think we really have to get to a point where we can talk to each other, where we can heal from the past. Because I do remember it was time when my brother and I were in the house. We were probably late teens. I don't think we were in our 20, but probably late teens. We were just in the house, lights off, just doing whatever. And my mother came in and she started yelling at us for having the lights off. And she was saying, I grew up in the dark. I have lights now. Turn my lights on. Which most people are yelling, you know, parents, turn the lights off. You're not in the room because you waste wasting the you bill. Well, my mother was the opposite. She wanted the lights on. Because she remembered growing up and having to sit by candlelight and not having lights. So it was a point like when we were in the car, we were telling my mother and my brother said that he had a conversation with her on the plane about, You've come far. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You've done so well for yourself. And hopefully she can heal from that, which is might be why she moved the furthest away from Arkansas than any of her siblings. Some of them went as far as like three hours away to Dallas. My mother went all the way up to Ohio. So hopefully one day I can get her to talk about her past so we can at least learn about it and she can start the healing process. So I hope this quick little story will resonate with some people.
And as always, if you want to share a story from your family and anything you all may have gone through, please, by all means, share it with me. I am on Instagram at beingshenandora, or you can send me an email at learninglifethisway at gmail.com. And I'll talk to you all next week.